Dave's Hollywood Machikari, a motorcycle madhouse morning mayhem. Listen to our show on Radio Public. Podcast app for iPhone and Android. User-created playlists and collections. Download episodes while on Wi-Fi to listen without using mobile data. And you can stream the podcast episodes without waiting for the download. Download our Radio Public podcast app now. Rock on. Oh yeah, baby, we are on Radio Public now. Download that free podcasting app. You can do it over on Google Play for Android and Apple, baby. Yeah, you can actually download the episodes without having to be near Wi-Fi anymore. So download them, take them with you. You can listen to it in the car, on your bike, at work, the whole nine yards. That is our now preferred platform that you can listen to the show. And the reason why is all the features on this podcast app so we got a big day today a little changes to the show here and there uh woo hoo hoo a whole nine yards man don't forget to hit that like button and pound rock on baby we are the dark side of biker news and that's evident with all the emails that i get now everybody's been loving this new deal where i go over emails that i actually uh get from people that way you guys can see you know where i'm coming from with all the haters (laughs) and you'll notice uh when we title the episodes over on all the platforms and that has to do with a lot of these questions a lot of the monologue stuff i want to say hi to all the throttle members that zoom call was chaotic in the beginning but we all got to know each other that was cool stuff uh still working on uh you know if we're going to do a weekly or keep to that monthly deal if you want to join the throttle club all you have to do is hit the join button over on youtube we got a dollar 99 a month and uh 9.99 uh friends of the show different perks the whole nine yards you'll love it man a lot of great people it's awesome putting the name to everybody and boy oh boy hollywood is a happy little boy man little mama and l dog i have to send you out some kudos man Woo! that candy man they sent me a bunch of mexican candy it reminds me back home man so i really appreciate that all our contact information is now in the description box as far as Email, P.O. Box, all that good stuff. All our stuff is in there. But today, we're going to start this show off with a bang, baby. Uh, It is episode 423. Holy schmackers, boy. 423 episodes. Unfreaking believable, and it's only because of you guys that uh, it's really happening like that. So let's start off here. And I told this person I would give him a answer to this question on this episode. Starting a writing club with ex-Iron Order members. That is the title. First off, love your show and have been listening and subscribed for around two years. Rock and roll, man. Really appreciate that. And like I said in the email, man, I'm straightforward. And that's kind of what you appreciated and why you sent this question to me. Uh, Within the uh, past three months, myself and four guys I call brother 
now have started a one-piece patch riding club. There are a few things I'd like to get your perspective on with our club. Two of our founding members are ex-Iron Order members. And again, you can see this email in the description box. Read it for yourself and all that stuff. Myself and the other two founders are ex-members of a respected 99% uh, MC. Myself and one of the XIO members met with our local dominant to show respect and seek our blessing. Now, the XIO member I brought with is 68 years old and has been riding since 75. Whew, he's seen a lot of stuff in that time period then. Uh, the meeting went well and the dominant seemed to show us respect as we showed them. One thing... That was brought up was the fact that we had two ex-IO members that was going to stick with us no matter what. So my question is, even with a blessing, do you feel this is going to limit the trust and communication we receive from local clubs? The fact that we are a one-piece patch RC and only looking to ride, party, and help the community... Do you feel we will receive a lot of flack from clubs because two founders are XIO? We started this RC the right by showing respect and seeking a blessing. So I was hoping we would be seen as a new RC no matter who our members used to belong to. We made it clear Leo or ex-Leo will not be allowed to join because they have their own clubs. We don't plan on hanging around biker bars or starting any problems. That's why we chose an RC. Obviously, we will have to keep up communication with the dominant and hope to get along with all the clubs, but want nothing to do with politics. As a new club on the scene, we know to expect some flack, but as an RC, we feel we will be low pri profile for the most part. So I suppose... The main question, well, you at least gave me a lot of details in this one. A lot of people never do, is about the XIO members and how much flack that could cause us. And since we're staying out of the politics, should we really even care? Thanks, Shark. Okay, Shark, let's break this sucker down. Uh, again, I appreciate all the information. That's a lot better than I get from a lot of people. Uh, but let's start breaking it down uh, one by one here. Now, you said within the past three months, you yourself and four guys started a one-piece patch riding club. And I always recommend that stuff. It might be called old school. Yes, there's clubs out there, even one percenters that have single-piece patches. But riding clubs are normally one-piece patch clubs. It even goes as far as maybe not having one on the back, but just having like a four-inch uh, patch on the front of their vest. You know, no back patch. There are a few things I'd like to get your perspective on. That's why I'm here. Two of your founding members are ex-Iron Order members. Okay. So yourself and another two founders are ex-members of a respected 99%. My question is there, why did you leave the 99% life? Or the MC life at that? Myself and one of the other XIO members met with the local dominant 1% to show respect. My question here, and a lot of people are going to get uh, upset, and I also did a, a written article on this over on HarleyLiberty.com. 
so you to check that out as well. I'm not going to pull that article and talk about, you know, it was like five pages or something. Uh, my question is, if you're a true writing club, and I mean true writing club now, that's your intention, just like you stated, that you wanted the party, ride, and stay out of politics. Then why'd you go to a one percenter club for a blessing? A true writing club, in my opinion, again, this is my opinion, is one that is akin to, say, like the Chicago Cruisers or the Indian Harley Associate or Indian Owners Association, Harley Owners Group, that kind of writing deal or an association. Most writing clubs that I know don't go, and this, you know, this could be freaking, this is always local, this protocol crap. Don't go to a 1% club for a blessing. Because what you now did by going to get that blessing is you went against everything you wanted to do. You claim that you wanted to stay out of politics. Okay, well, that's cool. A lot of writing clubs do. And a lot of people don't want to be involved in that stuff because that's a different game. And RCs, they just want to do their own thing. Associations as well. But what you did is you went to a dominant one percenter club in your area. Here's the problem you're going to have. You're going to be seen by others as being attached to that dominant and in all cases, you know, said you are because you went to them, got their blessing. Now you're under their umbrella. So your goal of staying out of politics is null and void. Null and void. Say, you know, you're in New York City. And you got your blessing. Now you're riding through, uh, say, Chicago. It might not end up too good, okay? Because you're going to be approached. You're going to say, well, we got a blessing from this club. And next thing you know, uh-oh, there's enemies. You're pulled right in the middle of the stuff. That's why most RCs and motorcycles associations stay away from that kind of stuff. Now, I know there's a lot of these protocol channels that say, well, you should go to your dominant. And I'm going to come back and play devil's advocate here. Did Harley Owner Group do it? Uh, how about all the motorcycle associations? How about all the AMA chapter or charters? No. Uh-uh. Usually, the riding clubs were left alone as long as they had their single piece. They never had any territorial claims on their back. No rockers, any of that stuff. And they stayed away from all the, all that crap. But now you put yourself in a situation where people are going to look at you like, okay, there you go. You went and got their uh, blessing. Now you're a part of that crew. Again, I know people say, well, you got to respect that protocol. The problem with protocol, and a lot of people won't tell you this, is it changes on a dime. Whichever way the wind blows, it a change. Who depends who's there, it changes. So you can never keep up. It's a local level deal. 
And at that, it's like a shot in the dark anyway to find out what's going on. You know, I do, do me, an RC with rockers? No, that that never freaking, you know, I don't, you know, that my personal opinion, I never looked at that right. You know, single patch or on your front, that's the way it was. RCs were about riding. It's basically the traditional sense of how everything started. Because back in the day, it was the manufacturers that got all these riding club and uh, associations together right in the beginning when everything started. So they sell their motorcycles and they gave activities. Then you had the AMA stuff and all that, blah, 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 blah. So I think you gave up your, uh, you know, your stated goal. Let's go on. Now, the XIO member and I brought, you know, I brought the 68 years old. Uh, has been riding since 1975. That dude has seen a lot, okay? If he's been riding since 75, he's seen a lot happen in this scene, and he's going to know what's going on. Of course, I could be wrong. He could have probably just been an independent or whatever forever and never got around the stuff. Again, I can't uh, say that. Uh, the meeting went well, which is good. That's cool. One thing that was brought up, was the fact that we had two XIO members. I ask you why that was brought up. And if you cannot see why it was brought up, something is wrong with you. Remember that little thing when I said, you're going to be tied to that dominant once you get that blessing? Yeah, that means you're going to go to parties and stuff, which, hey, it's cool. You're going to go party. And you might get into an, a confederation where you're going to start having a lot more responsibilities than a riding club should have. What's going to happen is you're probably going to flip to MC at this point. They know that, and a lot of other people are going to know that. That's why you're going to be tied to them. So them asking about the I.O. members, because let's face it, everybody hates the I.O. You hear it all over the Internet. Clubs don't, can't stand them, and there's reasons why, and there's good reasons why. But if it was an RC, it really wouldn't have mattered if you had IO members in there, because you're just a riding club. But right there should have sent up bells for you, being asked about your members' associations with past clubs. Let's go on here. And you know what? It's pretty cool that you do say that uh, the two members are going to stick with you guys no matter what, especially when you say you were with a 99% club. A lot of different things going on there. Now, you claim the fact that we are a one-piece patch RC and only looking to ride, party, and help the community. Do you feel we will receive a lot of flack from clubs because of the two founders are XIO? My question back at you is you're an RC. What the hell you care about what they think about you? You said that you're only looking to ride, party, and help the community. What's that have to do with them? Well, you went and got the blessing is what happened. So now you're falling under some different stuff going on. So if you're going to be partying with other clubs within that uh, umbrella... They're probably going to have problems with you because a lot of clubs don't like I.O. 
to put it in another perspective, say those IOs where, you know, the former ones just went and joined Hog. Do you really think Hog gave a shit if they're former members of IO? No, because they're not in the politics. They're not into that type of stuff. They're their own deal. They ride. They associate. It's not serious. But, it, you know, it's starting to feel like you're using the RC as a stepping stone for an MC. And that happens all the time, and that's why there's problems all the time with RC starting up. They get the eye of the dominance because they're acting like an MC, but they're trying to use the RC to slip under the radar. But if you're asking these type of questions, you're asking questions that would be MC-related to me. Let's see here. Uh, we started this MRC the right, uh, right by showing respect and seeking blessings. I would have to differ. And a lot of people are going to get pissed off at that. I would have to differ. A riding club, if it's true now, a true riding club that wants to stay out of all the fray, don't go these normal routes. That's why you see a lot of riding clubs chartered with AMA. Or you see them chartered with other associations. Because they don't want this. You know, bet me, I'll bet you this. Uh, there's going to be a lot of responsibility you didn't think you're going to have as an RC. Going to events that you were like, oh, wait a second, uh, we have to go? Oh, that's mandatory? Or they give you the little, uh, you know, we got this event uh, Saturday. I hope to see you there. Basically meaning uh, be there by this time. Not a true RC. Uh, and to worry about what the other club feels. I, I don't know. Uh, we made it clear Leo or ex-Leo will not be allowed to join because they have their own clubs. Well, if it's in a writing club, most writing clubs don't care who their members are, what they do uh, for a living, any of that type of stuff, because it's a writing club. And I'm going to keep on going back to that, where I say a true writing club has nothing to do with what you're doing. You said that. You made it clear because you went up to the dominant and that's what they want to hear. And what they're thinking right now as you walked away is, well, he has two XIOs there, and they were from a cop club. That's what they're thinking. They're just not going to tell you that. And they probably know that you're using the RC to get to the MC, you know, get an MC cube. So they know, and now they're going to start testing you. Uh, obviously, we will have to keep up communication with the dominant and hope to get along with other clubs but want nothing to do with politics. You just blew it out the door, man. You already screwed that part up. Because now, again, you're under an umbrella if they gave you a blessing. And an RC usually don't have communication with the dominant. They're not on speed dials, what I'm telling you. Now, you know, for those that don't agree with me or there's other one percenters watching me, which all you guys do, Maybe you can put in the comment section one of the platforms, hey, I'm right or wrong here. Basically, what I would ask one percenters is, do you go out 
and try to enforce protocol on, say, AMA clubs, Hog, Indian, BMW Riders Association. See where I'm getting at. But since you went and got the blessing, now that you're under their umbrella, you got everything to do with politics now, buddy. Everything. Unless things have freaking changed so much in the modern era, you're under that umbrella now. It is a new club. Now, see, you put a new club. You did not put a riding club. You put as a new club. So if I'm looking at different angles, seeing what your intentions are, I can tell. As a new club on the scene, we know and expect some flack. But as an RC, we feel we will be low profile for the most part. Okay, if you're an RC, why the hell you care if somebody's giving you flack? Because that's not your game. But you said as a new club. You forgot yourself in that. And now you go into your main uh, question. So I suppose the main question is about the XIO members, which if they were your brothers and if you were a true RC, you wouldn't care. You wouldn't care. You wouldn't even be asking me this question because it would have answered itself. They're your brothers. Who cares about what the other ones have to say? Much flack that could cause us uh, uh, and since we're staying out of politics. You're not staying out of politics, man. You're just not. I'm sorry to say, you're not. So, that's my basic uh, answer to the uh, question, I have to say. Because, my God, man, if you were an RC and really wanted to be an RC, you wouldn't have came up and said, well, as a new club on the scene, man. So, it's kind of like you can see the intentions and all that good stuff. Uh, but take it as it is, man. That's, uh, you wanted me to answer it. That's, uh, kind of my answer to the question. So with that, uh, we're going to go to a quick commercial break and then we're going to get into some biker news and a new segment. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on. Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock on. Hi, I'm Hollywood. And I'm China Doll. Listen to the Hollywood and China Doll evening show, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcasting platforms. And don't forget to subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel. Rock on! Welcome back to the show. Here we go. Uh, Rescue Mission receives a $5,000 donation, rock and rolls. what I always say, baby. Uh, 
Dressed in black and leather, an Eastern Panhandle Motorcycle Club is working to break down the stigma against bikers one good deed at a time and have gifted 5,000 big ones to the Martinsburg Union Rescue uh, Mission just in time for the Thanksgiving holiday. Yes, we are finishing off the Thanksgiving holiday uh, stuff that the clubs are doing great as well as uh, the biker scene all together. Gotta love bikers, man. They're always out there helping everybody. According to Stone, a member of the Sorry Souls Motorcycle Club said he first heard of the mission's need when he picked up a newspaper one day and saw a story talking about the mission's upcoming Thanksgiving dinner and the immense need they had for food, winter clothing, and COVID-19 personal protective equipment. That's a pretty cool name, by the way. Sorry Souls Motorcycle Club. Awesome stuff right there. I didn't have everything growing up. I was born and raised by my grandparents in Hagerstone. Uh, they did what they could for me and my siblings, but now I can't stand to hear kids squall because it hurts me. My God, that's one thing about bikers, man. It does hurt. <laughs> it really does hurt seeing a kid uh, in pain, man. Uh, and that's where they're not giving a lot of credit is uh, helping kids out. Oh, wait. According to Leo, that's used to cover criminal crimes. I used to do things on my own for women's shelters and kids. When I joined this club, I brought it with me and everyone has had my back. We do what we can because people, especially with this pandemic, are going without and need help. And that's what we do. So I knew we could help the mission. And boy, we were talking about that on the Hollywood and Chinatown show the other day. It is really getting bad out there, uh, especially with these lockdowns are starting to happen and all that type of stuff. People are having a real hard time. So it's great that the clubs are stepping up. Stone said once he saw the need, he knew the local soul, uh, Sorry Souls chapters would do what they could to help and begin reaching out to people uh, he worked with who had helped with fundraising and donations for other events and organizations in the past. Uh, they expected to raise a few hundred dollars, but like uh, the article says, they raised a big $5,000 right there, man. Uh, they raised it for, again, the Martinsburg Union Rescue Mission. Sorry, Souls Motorcycle Club. Way to go. Way to make everybody look good. Uh, let's go up north. Yes, let's go up north where they acted a fool again. Uh, the Vancouver Sun, Hell's Angel, and three others charged after illegal gambling investigation by Kimmy Bolin. Yes, Kimmy Bolin's always out there covering uh, the Hell's Angels up in Canada. And she does a pretty damn good job, too. Uh, she sticks to the facts. She don't give... Uh, her opinions and all that type of stuff. Again, she sticks to the facts. A full patch member of the Hells Angels and three other men have been charged with illegal gambling after an investigation by BC's anti-gang agency. The Combined Forces Special Enforcement Unit searched Big Shots Cafe at, uh, I'm not going to give the address, uh, on July 4th. Area residents told the media, this week, 
of being uh, found in common gaming or betting house was laid against cafe owner Francisco Batista Perez, as well as new Westminster resident J. Arnold Franco and Richard William Kosterman, uh, the Sergeant Brendan Winpenny, there she is again, oh Winpenny, said Thursday that the agency's joint illegal gaming investigation began an investigation into suspected illegal gambling at the business in October of 2019, and then a search. Then it talks about the uh, search warrant in July, and it talks about uh, several individuals participating in the activity. What? So maybe they were doing some, you know, dice and playing a little cards, you know. But gambling's illegal because the damn government ain't getting their pinch. Now, Winpenny. Seized from the business were items such as poker tables, slot machines, cash, poker chips, and playing cards. When Penny said that illegal gambling and the locations that allow them have been the root of other criminal offenses that impact the safety of the public. Oh, bullshit. Uh, Piers is a longtime Hells Angel currently with the Nomads. He was not at the cafe Wednesday when Post Media reporter called for comment. Rock and roll, that's from Canada. Over there doing some freaking gambling, man. Uh, let's go over to the NSW government. Rebels, OMCG associate charged over alleged uh, cocaine and ice supply. This according to Strike Force Raptor. Yes, they got all these funny names for uh, strike forces over there. They are dedicated units just to bikers, or bikies, as they're called over in Australia and New Zealand. A Rebels Outlaw Motorcycle Game Associate will appear in court charged over the alleged supply of cocaine, man. Hey, man, give me some cocaine and give me some ice, homie. Following an investigation into an alleged criminal network. Detectives from the criminal group squad Strike Force Raptor established ah there's a spin-off there's a spin-off strike force Pavisovic to investigate the activities of criminal networks including the supply of prohibited drugs across sydney so far during the investigation police have charged four men including three rebels or former ones so if the former ones what does it why you use rebels then because of their past freaking uh, deal. That way you can get some gang enhancement charges. Or you can get some newspaper clicks on your little freaking uh, announcement here. Hmm. Not cool, man. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, the 11th of February, 2020, detectives executed a search warrant at the home of North of Richmond. Where mobile phones, electronic storage devices, and $3,450 cash were seized. Well, what if he sold a truck or something, man? You don't know if that's drug-related. As part of ongoing inquiries, a 24-year-old man was arrested at the North Richmond home on Friday, the 2nd of October, 2020. Uh, then uh, the man, who is a rebel's associate, okay, now it's associate, was issued a court attendance notice for four counts of supply prohibited drugs, supply prohibited drug in indictable quantity. Well, at least they gave him a ticket and they didn't haul him off. Uh, 
Investigations under uh, Strike Force Pavasovic continue. And they go on to say Strike Force Rapper was established in 2009 and conducts proactive investigations and intelligence based high impact police and operations. Rock on, I guess. <laughs> that out of NSW, man. Uh, let's go to this one. This is an awesome one here. By Jeremy Pittery. Uh, Baca receives a $1,000 donation from Exchange Club. Uh, let's see if this actually goes here. This is funny. I was going to get one of these on my... Uh, Baca receives $1,000 donation from Exchange it. Club of Picayune. The proceeds from a poker run held by the Exchange Club of Picayune was donated to the local chapter of Bikers Against Child Abuse this month. A check for $1,000 was presented to local chapter representative Sirius and fellow representative Fa Real. During their visit with members of Exchange Club of Picayune, the two Baca members shared a bit about how the organization is doing. Members come up with street names for use when conducting Baca duties. Charlie Sirius Stewart said members of the organization may look like they are part of a biker club, but they are really just everyday people such as doctors, lawyers and government employees who like to ride motorcycles and want to ensure or riding club uh, but i really should get this technology shouldn't i guys for harleyliberty.com let me know children are protected from those who may be causing them mental or physical harm the biker image is leveraged as a form of intimidation towards the person who is causing that harm but members never engage in acts of vigilante justice or violent behavior and back up if you don't know who Baca is, you guys are on a different another friggin' planet, man. You're on Mars or something, okay? Baca does a lot of great work for the kids that are abused. They are international all over the friggin' place. And I always love it when, you know, they get, uh, you know, the attention they deserve, really do. Behavior. Stewart said the donation will go a long way for the small organization, especially since they keep expenses low, Normally only attributed to the purchase of stuffed bears that are presented to the children by members as a transitional object. I really Before like the this child stuff. receives the stuffed bear, members fill it with love by putting the bear between two members and giving each other a hug. Becoming a member of the organization is not a short process. And that's what I like about BACA. They actually have a, a period of time where you have to go through training and it's not no quick thing, man. It's like 15 months, like he's about to say. Stewart said his training took about 16 months. The minimal amount of time required to complete that training is 15 months. Contact with a child who needs help does not occur until that person completes the training. Potential members are also required to participate in at least 80% of activities and undergo NSIC background check. Then the board will decide if the person qualifies for membership. Stewart's chapter is the only one in Mississippi, but other chapters exist in Louisiana. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to get this technology, man, because it's a lot easier for them to read it than me. And then they pronounce it right. You know, I don't have to deal with all that stuff. But anyway, that's awesome, Baca. You got a $1,000 donation. You guys uh, really deserve it. I know that's going to help a lot of people out. Corey Graff's Wall of Shame, baby. North Las Vegas officer arrested on suspicion of DUI. No. <laughs> a North Las Vegas police officer was arrested this week on suspicion of DUI. Officer Israel, or uh, yeah, Israel uh, Molina was arrested Sunday uh, of DUI and injury to other property. 
Uh, Molina was arrested when he was off duty in North Las Vegas. He has been employed by the department for almost five years and is currently on paid administrative duty. You know what? I wish I can, like, do that stuff, man. I really do. Go get drunk, and next thing you know, uh, you know, <laughs> I get uh, paid for doing it. Anyway, let's go to our next segment. We're going back to uh, world news. This is news that's going on all over the country. It's not exactly biker related. So if you don't like this kind of stuff, this ain't the channel for you. But we're going to get some other news out there according to a biker's perspective. Now, this was a pretty cool one out of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Uh, David Spade won Chris Farley. Man, I remember the day he died in the John Hancock. I was listening to Man Cow Morning uh uh, his show, man, it was awesome, that freaking show, but he just left now. Uh, he's no longer on radio. He's a bye-bye, uh, which is good because, you know, he sucked at the ending of it. He got all PC and stuff. Anyway, Chris Farley was an awesome comedian. Uh, he had Harley-Davidson was put up at auction uh, after David Spade won it, then uh, Tim Meadows bought it, and they were all together on uh, Saturday Night Live, the Chris Farley's uh, Harley was a 97 XLH 1200 sporty. Man, you mentioned Chris Farley on that little sporty. My God, I feel sorry for it. It's like seeing them people that are on sporties that, you know, the guy's like 300 pounds. And then, you know, you have the woman that's another 300. Poor sportster. Poor, poor, poor. <laughs> Somebody once convinced my brother to buy a Harley because they are cool and made in Wisconsin. Charlie's, uh, or Chris Farley's brother Tom wrote on Facebook. He only wrote it a few times around Chicago because it terrified him. And if you're terrified of a bike, don't ever get on it, man. You're going to get hurt. You know, you have to have respect for a motorcycle and that you can't do it. Uh, Tom Farley later shared with reporter Karen uh, Pilarski from patch.com that none other than Farley's friend David Spade, fellow cast member on uh, Saturday Night Live and co-star of Tommy Boy ended up winning the auction. Tom, who mentioned on Facebook that he actually still had the key to the motorcycle, said he was planning to send it to Spade when comedian Tim Meadows, another SNL castmate of both Farley and Spade, reached out. He asked if I knew the owner and wanted to buy the bike off the person. I said, we both know the owner, Spade, got it. In the end, Meadows ended up buying the motorcycle from Spade, and Tom Farley said on Facebook, he'll be sending the keys to him. Either way, the bike was going to end up with a true friend. Rock and roll, man. Now, this is weird. Oh, my God. You know what? I still can't get over freaking uh, radios being put on motorcycles. Now Honda Go Wing's going to have a radar-based adaptive cruise control. Radar. <laughs> wow, I can't wait to see bikes in 10 years, man. Uh, while radar system-based uh, safety features can now be found in many cars, they aren't that common in case of motorcycles. Some brands, however, have been working tirelessly to bring this technology to motorbikes. For example, the brand new Ducati Multistrada V4 
is integrated with uh, radar-based tech. In fact, it's the first motorcycle in the world to feature the revolutionary front and rear radar system. Man, technology is taking over, man. We're going to have Tron bikes before soon. Uh, if you don't know what a Tron bike is, look up the movie Tron. That's going to be the next big thing. I bet you, I bet you. BMW Motorrad has also announced that its future bikes will come equipped with its new active cruise control safety and convenience feature. Now it's Honda's turn. Oh, Honda, man. Uh, you to drive them damn things around the world and not even feel an ass ache. Uh, there is patents on this right now that have been leaked, and they're working to incorporate what seems to be a radar-based adaptive cruise control in its future Goldwing cruisers. You guys can look up that story. It is called Honda Goldwing to have radar-based adaptive cruise control. Now, uh-oh, we pissed them off over there in Iran. Iran's Supreme Leader vows revenge over slain silences. You know what? They're just really not having a good day with Trump, are they? He's just over there whooping the ass. But, you know, that's why they're happy, you know, Biden, you know, if he gets in the office. And boy, it is not. I heard today that the FBI is telling uh, a couple people that have a lot of data on this stuff to turn over their information. And a judge in Georgia, it was pronounced on Lou Dobbs, election machines are being impounded at this time. Uh, Israel, uh, Iranian leaders and authorities blame Israel for the killing of Mohsan Faxadia, or whatever the hell that dude's name is. Uh, they demanded definitive punishment of those ki of the killing of the scientists who led Tehran's or Tehran disbanded military nuclear program that wasn't disbanded. Who you kidding? Uh, the Islamic Republic blame Israel for the slaying, and that has raised fears of reigniting tensions. Uh, you know what? They can uh, saddle Rabel all they want. Israel's going to whoop their ass if it ever comes down to it. Uh, after years of being in the shadows, the image of Mossad suddenly was to be seen everywhere in Iranian media, and his widow spoke on state television, and officials publicly demanded a revenge on Israel. Israel, uh, long suspected of killing Iranian scientists a decade ago amid earlier tensions over the nuclear program, has yet to comment on the killing. However, the attack bore the hallmarks of a carefully planned military-style ambush, the likes of which Israel has been accused of. Oh boy, tensions are going, baby! Tensions are going! Now, this is a funny one. This just happened today. GOP Iowa congressional candidate Miller Meeks is expected to win by six votes, and people say their vote don't count. Bullshit, it don't. Six votes she's won by. Uh, she leads the Democrat uh, good. Rita Hart by a mere six votes after recount. Uh, the state canvassing board is expected to meet Monday. The legal deadline to certify the results of the race in which more than 394,400 votes were cast. Uh, she acknowledged in a statement that the race was extraordinarily close, but she said she was proud of the outcome and looked forward to being certified as the winner. Uh, quote, while the race is extraordinarily close, I am proud to have won this contest and look forward to being certified 
as the winner by the state's executive council on Monday. Miller Meeks said in the statement on Saturday, it's an honor of a lifetime to be elected to serve the people. Hopefully you do serve the people and not your own special interests like all the rest of them politicians do. Joni Ernest, which she is a huge supporter of motorcycle rights, uh, congratulations to my friend and the first woman to represent Iowa's 2nd District. Looking forward to serving aside uh, you in Congress representing our great state. And then uh, Cruz, Ted Cruz, man, uh, he went on into a grad. Congrats. But that's uh, news around the world. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on. Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock Hi, I'm Hollywood. And I'm China Doll. Listen to the Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcasting platforms. And don't forget to subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel. Rock on! Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Listen to our show on Radio Public. Podcast app for iPhone and Android. User-created playlists and collections. Download episodes while on Wi-Fi to listen without using mobile data. And you can stream the podcast episodes without waiting for the download. Download our Radio Public podcast app now. Rock on. And rock on, baby, rock on, we're back. And that is your news from the biker scene, as well as around the world. I think you need to be informed, so we're going to inform you guys. Oh, man, don't forget, tonight we're going to be on at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on the Hollywood and China Dow Show. Go over to YouTube and jump on over into that uh, chat room and really freaking have some fun man our youtubers are some of the best on both of the stations like i said little mama i love you and owl dog man you sending me that mexican candy Ooh, what an assortment uh, what an assortment i'm gonna have china doll show it off over on the hollywood and china doll show so you can see it Whew, good stuff good stuff uh, don't forget pound rock on baby pound rock on also uh, we're gonna be doing uh, a couple lives this week I'm trying out some new uh, material and stuff so be ready for that uh, might be going live in the mornings I don't know don't quote me I just have to work out the kinks man the show is growing so big over on the radio that that's one of the main reasons why we started on radio uh, public is because they do have one of the best apps out there uh i have it myself i love it you can download uh you download it while you have the wi-fi and then you can play it it's free uh spotify i believe charges 9.99 a month for the same thing 
that you're getting for free over on Radio Public. That's why I am uh, telling you, imploring you to go and download it, and then you can bookmark us. It's real easy to listen to old dummy over here every Monday through Friday at 8 uh, a.m. Central Standard Time, as well as the Hollywood and China Dial Show. Don't forget to book that one as well. Uh, but going to the beginning of my show, hopefully, uh, Shark, I was able to uh, answer your questions a little bit. You expected me to be blunt, give my opinion. Well, that was my opinion, and it's not gospel. Uh, I just think a lot different when it comes to RCs than MC stuff. And again, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you said in that uh, question that, you know, kind of put the light bulbs up. It kind of seems like... You know, you're worrying about what the others are thinking because you might want to try and slip under to get an uh, MC deal. Uh, but all I can tell you is be careful, man, because now you're going to be considered under the umbrella of that one. And another thing, a lot of writing clubs really blow up, you know. Uh, they start expanding across the country because let's all be, you know, serious here. Writing clubs are, you pay for your patch. You don't earn it. You know, that's what always gets me is when writing clubs start to pro, uh, the prospect stuff, this stuff, that stuff. And it's like, well, wait a second. I thought you were a writing club. Now you're doing stuff that our uh, MCs are doing. And then you wonder why you get on the radar all the time. And then you get hassled. Be what you want to be, man. If you want to be an RC, be an RC. If you want to be an MC, then you got to go follow the protocol and do it that way. Don't be in between. Don't be where you're trying to do one thing but be another thing. You know, you're, you're not going to get respect. As far as what, you know, your members are, their past, that shouldn't even come into, uh, you know, debate because you're not an MC. But again, that's on you, what you decided. You did what you felt right. Uh, Maybe go ask Black Dragon and stuff. He's going to have a different uh, opinion on things as, uh, or of what I might have. Ask some of these other protocol channels what they think. Just don't ask me. You know, that's what they're there for as far as the protocol and stuff like that. And again, they're going to, you know, they might think a little different. They might give you different advice. Or they might go and say, yeah, man, you went to that dominant. Now you're under their umbrella. Because you went, you know, seeked and got their blessing, and now that blessing does not come for free. You know, that's one thing people don't understand is those blessings don't come for free, man. There's stuff that is, uh, is expected of you when it comes to that. So, is what it is, man. Uh, if you got a question you want to send me, make sure you check out the description box. All our information is there. Uh, everything from the email to our social media stuff to our P.O. box. We can take emails. We can take snail mail, whatever. Go into the description box. You'll find everything you need to know. If you want to send a question in and want me to do it on air, send it to info at insanethrottlebikernews.com. With that, you guys uh, have a good one. I'll see you on the next segment. Have fun. Get you some putty. Get you some titties. And pass us around like a hooker, like I say over on Hollywood and China now. I'll catch you later.